What are we even doing with our lives? <laughs> Welcome to the Jet and the Misses show, where we are going to try and figure out what we're doing with our lives. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Uh, so a couple of months ago, we wrote down uh, what we're trying, what our goals were for our lives, and we haven't looked at it since. <laughs> so we're going to check it out and see if we have done those things or how we are doing. Yeah, these were things that we like wanted to look back and when we we're like seventy, be like, we did that. So, I mean, some of it's not really that extreme. I don't think we have anything like really specific. No Mount Everest. Yeah, no Mount Everest. No helicopter rides. No. No SpaceX Although I would, trips. I would like to do some of those things. SpaceX would be awesome. I would love to go to Mars. I mean, I'd be happy to start with helicopter rides, but if I mean, I could, I could, I could do SpaceX, I guess. Yeah. But you know, dream. Shoot for the stars, and if you miss, you land in the moon or something like that. Shoot Spa- for the mo- moon, land in the stars. I don't know. I'd land in the stars. SpaceX is, like, super expensive. We can't afford that. Not yet. Yeah, I guess. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but anyway, so we wrote them down, and we put them on our refrigerator, and then, like Jet said, never looked at it again. I maybe looked at it once I looked twice, at it a little bit. There was a phrase on there that's been stuck in my head. It's like glances, though. Yeah. It, this isn't the smarter, not harder one. This is the other one. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, well, I haven't looked at this one for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought so. Anyways. We have another one that has, like, ways to get where we're wanting to go or something, and one of them is to work smarter, not harder. So remember that for your own life, because it's good advice. Yeah, we thought we were working smarter, but ended up working extremely harder and getting nowhere doing it. Yep. So now I'm trying to figure out how to work smarter, not harder. Yep. All right, let's look at this. All right. (coughs) (coughs) Okay. That was really obnoxious. I liked it. So, first one, be good parents, love our children. We only have one child. And we're not doing so hot. Okay, well, this is going to go down the drain. <laughs> we're crushing it. What are you talking about? Yeah, we just went to Ikea today, and I'm pretty sure Joyce loved it. It was like, I think Ikea is one of her favorite places. It's the indoor playground, as we call it. Yeah. As Emily, uh, the missus calls it. That's right. Dang it. <laughs> Don't ever call me by my real name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to. <laughs> I'll have to sleep on our patio. That's right. No, I'm kicking you all the way out to the playground across the parking lot. And go sleep under the slide. That's being good parents. <laughs> yeah. Whenever Joyce makes us mad, we just make her go sleep out under the slide. Or she'll be like, Where's dad? He is out on the slide. He made me mad. He called me by my real name. She couldn't ask that. She doesn't talk. But yeah. we are good parents. She's not even two yet and she does talk a little bit. As far as we know, we're good as parents. As far as we know. I don't know. She seems pretty happy. Yeah. She's asleep right now, so that's a plus. So why did we write "Be good parents, love our children"? Why is that number? Why is that number one? What were we thinking? Well, um, what in the world were we thinking? Yeah, who wants to be good parents? That's lame. Um, I think we were thinking in the future, we would want to look back when we're seventy and think we really crushed it at that parenting thing. You know, I think that was one of the most important things to us is that we are good parents and raise good children who are productive members of society and aren't total jerks. And because Joyce has some special needs, and so not like, 
I think I worded that wrong. Special medical needs. Yeah. And so um, we just want to make sure that we are doing everything that we can for her. Mm-hmm. And that's been on our minds a lot lately. So I think that's why it ended up at, at number one. Yeah. And the common thing that people always say is on your deathbed, would you rather look back and be like, oh, all my possessions. No, you'd look back and be like, what did I do to, for the world? Who, how are my children doing? How, of a good, how good of a parent was I? Or a role model. Or a role model if, you if you're not kids. a parent. Yeah. How many lives did I affect and do good in? Yeah, it's not, no one cares about their possessions. It's always about your um, relationships with other humans. And the lives that you maybe touched. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so going along with that, number two is good family communication and bonds. Why that? Um, <laughs> trying to remember why we wrote all this stuff. <laughs> well, I think, um, I think with that, I think this maybe came from me. And I was thinking back to when Joyce was born, and we weren't always super duper good about communicating our expectations of each other. And I'm, I'm sure we had just, like, read something or had a, like, class about it or something. Or a discussion and so, or something. Yeah, so it was other. on my mind. And so just this, I, this idea that, like, we have these expectations of how... When Joyce was born, I had certain expectations of parenthood, of how I would be as a mom and you would be as a dad. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they were very clearly communicated. And I'm not sure you had any expectations. And if you did, I don't think they were very com- clearly I had, communicated. I don't think I even knew what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, you're pregnant? <laughs> what? <laughs> we have a kid? What do we do now? What's this mean? How, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. So I think that that caused a lot of conflict between us. And when there's conflict between parents, then that can often lead to conflict between the whole family, within the whole family. You know, kids usually don't know what's going on, but they can sense that things are wrong and everybody's kind of high strung or stressed out or your bonds start to weaken. Exactly. And so again, when we get to be like 70, first of all, our kids will be all grown. So it'll just be you and me stuck with each other. So we got to make sure that we as spouses have that good, a good bond so that we don't totally hate each other Mm -hmm. by then. But also, you know, like um, our kids, I hope that when they are grown and, you know, have families of their own or are doing their own thing or whatever, that they'll, like, actually genuinely want to keep in touch with us. Yeah. You know? we want, yeah, they don't need to look to, to us for advice on everything, but just being able to know that we're their parents and that they love us and we love them and... Uh, just to be friends. Yeah. Just to kind of talk like, hey, we're in life, we're doing this life thing together. How is your life thing going? Yeah. And not to make them feel obligated. So I want to have the bond strong enough that I don't have to like force my kids to call me or like guilt trip them into talking to me that they'll hopefully, I mean, I don't know, but hopefully they'll just want to call me because they miss me or because something exciting happened in their lives and they want to share it with me or because they know that um, that it's important to me without me having to, like, be on their case all the time. Yeah, exactly. Because that can be kind of annoying. No one wants to, no one wants that. They all want to, everyone wants to be their own person. Yeah. So I think that's another thing that we put on there for that reason, just to make sure that, like, when we're older that we can keep our family together and not 
like scatter and forget about each other. Yeah. All right, number three, travel slash live in other places. So this was when, so I was applying to a ton of jobs at this time, and one of them was a job in Estonia. And I was in the interview process, and I had, and I think I had one interview left at the time. I can't quite remember. Either way, we were considering living in Estonia and trying to figure out what that would be like, things we could do. And so we were all sorts of travel-oriented in our life goals and whatnot. So that's probably why we put that there. And it would be so sweet to travel and see different things, even if it is just the United States. Yeah, but I'd like to go out of the United States too. Yeah, it would be cool to see the history of the world. That's one thing I love about uh, that area over there. That area. That <laughs> <laughs> you know, that other place. The whole European continent. <laughs> um. That area over there. It's like it's our light. living room. It's not that late. Come on. Yeah, it's only... Well, we're Shape parents up. now. It's 9.45. That's like We're super midnight. lame. Either way, traveling would be sweet. Yeah. It'd be cool. And it'd grow uh, family bonds. And yeah. be like, hey, remember that time we went to this country? Remember that time we went to all of these states? I mean, I'd still be down for living in other places, too. I don't think that travel was on our minds solely because of your trip or your no, no, interview no. with Estonia. Because I think you and I have always talked about traveling together, yeah. especially outside of the United States. I don't know why you're putting this emphasis on inside the United well, States. Well, just because you don't have to go to the outside of the United States. No, too. but we want to. Yeah, we do. That's so, true. I mean, I've only been out of the United States once. I went to Japan, and it was amazing. Yeah. And I want to go other places now. I've been out, outside the United States, so it was Niagara Falls, and it was amazing. <laughs> I mean, I've been to it Niagara was, Falls, too, but... <laughs> it, was, um, it was so cool to be international. It was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yep, we got a jet setter over here. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, I felt, Jet the world traveler. <laughs> been to Niagara Falls. It was intense. The Canadian side. Yeah, it was Canadian Ooh-hoo. side. That's right. I was... I was in a foreign land. Dang. Okay, next, number four, serve missions. And so we are religious people. This kind of goes along with travel, too. Yeah, and we love helping other people, and we love traveling and meeting other people in different lands. And how cool would it be uh, many years when we have our lives together and our children a little more grown up to go out and serve other people and serve God in doing so, that would be awesome. And so that is one of our big goals that we are pretty sure we're going to make happen someday yeah. in our life. At some point. Yeah, that's one thing we've talked about since we were dating, about yeah. serving a mission and doing something uh, to help other people. Yep. Number five, own a home and some land. This will never happen. <laughs> In the near future, it'll never happen. It's yet. not going to happen anytime soon. We are, we have no money. No. But it would be nice, you know, when we're old and we can just live our days in our house. I have my grandparents on my mom's side. My grandma's Danish, and so we call them Moltmo and Molfa, which is Danish for mother's mother and mother's father. And they lived in my hometown where I grew up. And they had a house that was big enough for visitors to come and stay in. And they had, I don't, I don't 
they didn't have like a ton of land, but there was enough room in the backyard for all the kids to run around and we had a trampoline and we would always have bonfires in the backyard and it was awesome. And just having that when I was younger, you know, that place where we could all gather and it was like a stable home. Um, they didn't move cause they were old. But it was so nice. <laughs> I mean, they did eventually move into a nursing home, but why they, move when you have a perfect lot? Why move? Yeah, I mean, my grandpa was super. My mofa was super into doing gardening and yeah, they had a ton of cool plants, they, and he would go around and t- know all the plants and their origins and wh- when they were planted and all this stuff. It was yeah, so cool. It was super cool. And at one point, we had we tried to have an actual like garden with veg like a vegetable garden where we would grow tomatoes and corn and I think we grew sunflowers once and it was it was supposed to be an opportunity for the kids to learn how to do work but it ended up just being like a really horrible time for everybody because nobody really wanted to do anything (laughs) but we you know it was I was really little when that happened so I, I just like played all the time so it was great for me but it was cool because they had the land that we could do that, and they had fruit trees, and I don't know. I'd like to have something like that someday so that it's like a stable home base so our kids can come back and visit us, or yeah. we can have stuff to do after we're retired. We can garden, or... I want to garden even before we're retired. Yeah. As soon as we buy a house and have a yard, I'm gonna, I want to have a garden. That's fine. And have our own vegetables, and have teach Joyce how to pick vegetables, and what uh, takes to ha- have a garden where food comes comes from all that stuff. I think yeah. it'd be so awesome. And at some point, we're gonna need some land because Joyce is definitely a dog kid, which is yeah. so weird because Josh Jet and I. Trying to use these pseudo names. <laughs> pseudo names. What's the word for Pseudonyms? it? Pseudonyms. Su- is that what it is? Yeah. Oh gosh, I can't even think. Pseudo right names. <laughs> I mean, it's close. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, Jet and and I are both kind of cat people. <gasps> but what? Just that some people think that being a cat person oh, is weird. Oh, out! I thought there was like a bug or something. <laughs> no, um, but Joyce is definitely. I mean, she likes cats. She likes all animals. So really, she'd be happy with any animals. But she seems especially taken by dogs. And so, if we had some land, we could get her a dog and. She could go run around in the backyard with her dog, and it would be really cute, I think. It would. And we, it would teach her responsibility, because she would have to take the dog out and maybe pick up after the dog and stuff like that. Call him Old Yeller. Yeller. We would not call him Old Yeller. We would Kay. give him an original name. Number six out of nine. Start a business together. Boom. Done. Just kidding. <laughs> I wish we had this a business. Isn't a business. <laughs> this is a way to document our lives. This is just like lives. a project, yeah. yeah, for fun. But no, it'd be sweet to start a business. I feel as if I'm a bit of an entrepreneur, uh, at least at heart. Um, I think so. Because, like, so I have a job. So, <laughs> gosh, <laughs> what am I trying to say here? Growing up, I always worked in factories. Growing up, as in after high school. Ever since I was 12, I was running a factory. (laughs) When I was eight years old, I was working the mills. 
Tommy Jet Swanson. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I've always been working factories or working manual labor and having a boss and having to clock in, clock out. And at my most recent job, I clock in, sit at my desk and do what my boss tells me to do. And if he, my boss doesn't tell me something of that I have to do, then I have to just find something. And I hate to say it, but I don't care enough for the company <laughs> to, like... Really dig deep. Really dig deep and, like, find something awesome because not, there's not a lot of awesome stuff going on there. So it would be sweet to start my own business and or have Emily and I start a business together. And do our own thing and do something that makes us happy, something that can bring joy in other people's lives. I know customers will technically be your boss and you have to do what they say, but still, like, being able to be right there with the customer and help them and the product that you're building is going to the person that you know uh, so you can put more into it rather than just some far-off customer that no one really knows about. Yeah. So I think it'd be sweet. Maybe we should edit that one to go along with the next one a little better because maybe instead of starting a business together, we just want to start a, a project together because I think also we've talked about if we ever make enough money, which right now it doesn't seem like it will happen in the near future. Yeah. But Oh, sorry. Oh, I could just see our future going two ways. Yeah. Continuing how it is or somehow... Getting increasingly better. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So if we, you know, are able to make enough money and we have a surplus, then we've talked about also starting a foundation or a charity or something like that where um, I don't know what it would be yet, but just something to help other people. And so I think maybe instead of just start a business together, we build some. Something bigger. Something bigger together. So either a business would be cool or a charity or a foundation um, t- that helps other people. I think that would be really cool, too. And I think that would fulfill that aspect of our lives. Yeah, it would. So number seven, the one she was talking about, was help others slash impact other people's lives. Um, I'm starting to see a trend here. <laughs> we want to help a lot of people. We want to be good people, yeah. I guess. Yeah, which I think is a very good cause to have, or a very good uh, goal, desire. Yeah, motive, not cause, motive. Um, Yeah, because, I mean, what brings people most joy? Helping other people, not focusing on yourself. And that's, we want to have a fulfilling, joyful life. We want to look back at a life and be like, wow. Um, not And not count how many people we helped, but just know that we made a difference. That's all that I think we want to do. Yeah, I think it would be nice to look back on our lives and think, like, we really made the most of it. Yeah. You know? Because I think that, you know, if we don't take these opportunities, if we just go out and, I don't know, squander our money or just work on fulfilling our own desires or... Filling our garage. (laughs) Or fulfilling our garage. Yeah. cars and stuff. That, um... You know, you'll look back and think, man, I could have done so much more. You know, I could have really impacted people or I could have, I don't know, really made a difference. And maybe we won't make a difference. Maybe we won't yeah. at all. But I think at least having that as a motive 
behind your actions is really helpful because you're more likely to be able to impact somebody's lives life if you think that way. Yeah. And so at least then you can go you can go to your deathbed or whatever. You can in your old age, you can know that you tried your best and even if you didn't impact anybody, you still were trying to do the best that you knew how to do. Yeah. And I think that that is important to us to oh, know yeah. that we are doing the best that we can do. Yeah. It's yeah. like Joyce's favorite television show, Daniel Tiger. They have a song on there that says, do your best. Your best is the best for you. And I would hate to get old and realize that I didn't do my best. Yeah. I didn't do anything. Yeah. Or I could have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could have tried harder. Cool. Number eight, uh, adopt a child. That's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, and it kind of goes along with what we were talking about. Yep. About helping others. Yep. Um, so we just why, have a lot of love to give. Why would we want to adopt a child rather than have a ton of children ourselves? Well, I think a couple of reasons. Um, <clears throat> first of all, we, we do have a lot of, of love in our family, I think. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of children who are in need of love. And so if we were able to afford to adopt a child, I feel like we should. Because for us, I, it's not what's best for everybody, but I think for us it would be really like a really special thing to, to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I think I briefly mentioned this in one of the blog posts, but after we had Joyce, there was, I had some complications with me. Mm-hmm. And... Not only, I mean, some of it was emotional stuff, but I also almost bled to death about a month after she was born. You're hemorrhaging blood in, pen, in a Panera parking lot. I was hemorrhaging blood in a Panera parking lot on my birthday. On your birthday. Was, and an ambulance had to come and... Yeah, I lost like and, a quarter of the amount of blood in my body and they pulled out a blood clot about the size, my mom said, of a small puppy yeah. from my lady parts. And you had to have multiple... Uh, DNCs. Yeah, exactly. They had to go in and... Five... Uh, I was in the hospital for five days, and I had five units of blood yeah, put into me. Go. So I was mostly other people's blood. It was intense. It was super intense, and Joyce was only a month old, and it was really scary. And I've thought that it probably didn't impact me too much because I, you know, now I'm not, I don't think about it. I don't, like, think back on it and think, that was so scary. Because at the time, I had no, I was, I didn't pass out, but I think I was getting a little delirious so I don't really remember that much about what was going on. Um, just like little snippets. So I don't think back on it like it was this terrible, horrible, traumatic event. But I think it actually was more like deeply traumatic than I thought. Because there are still times when I'm like afraid that I'm going to bleed out randomly. And I'm just really not going to. But still, like if, if I get out of the pool and water's running down my legs, sometimes I feel like... Like, it reminds me of that time that I almost died. Mm-hmm. And it's really scary. But that's not the only reason why you want to adopt. No, but, I mean, I feel like that is a re- one reason that I don't want to have more kids, like, immediately. And yeah. so if we could adopt to put a little more time in between kids mm-hmm. so that they're not, like, super spaced out in age. Because I know how that is, and it's not always super fun for the younger one. Yeah. Plus, I mean, it, it helps... It, like, it really, really helps someone else's life. It yeah. really changes their life around. 
Um, and so it would be awesome to do that to someone yeah. else. That, that's the main reason. Yeah. The other reason is just, you know, important to me, but nobody else. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Last one. Woo-hoo! Number nine. Pursue further learning. I really like this one. This one's a little bit more selfish, but I think you're allowed to be selfish every now and then. And what is life if you're not learning and trying something new? Yep. That's, you're just being bored. You're not challenging yourself. The only time you grow is when you challenge yourself um, and you try to expand your uh, view of the world. Plus, oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, plus, as we all know, I need to go back to school to get my degree. (laughs) Shut (laughs) up. Yeah, so what I was doing... (laughs) We were talking... I have a degree, by the way. Yeah, she has a degree. I can't remember the circumstance behind it, but we were talking... You, we were talking about when Joyce grows up. It was late at night. when our kids w- grow up, and Josh Jett asked me, he said, um, so when all of our kids grow up, do you think you'll want to go back to school and get a degree? And I was like, um, you're kidding me, right? Because we got married after I finished school. And I very, very much have a bachelor's degree. Like I 100%, I finished, I even finished early. I finished a semester early. And I have a bachelor's degree. I have the diploma to prove it. And so I was like, are you kidding me? I just spent like three and a half years of my life getting this degree that you totally forgot about. But what he meant was a higher degree, like a master's degree. Or a PhD. Or a PhD. I'd have to do a master's first, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what he meant, but the way he said it, like, go back to school and get a degree, and I was like, uh, F no, I have a degree. <laughs> I mean, I, will, I would probably want to go back. I could see myself at least going back and getting a higher degree, but I like to tease him about it now because... Of that one time, he forgot that I went to school for a number of years in my life. So if you could go back, <laughs> so if you could, if we could afford for you to go to school and you wanted to go to school to learn something, uh, what was what would be that one thing you'd want to learn? What would you want to go back and study? If the you just Beatles. Had a, I'm just kidding. If you had to, like, not think about it too kidding. much, just almost like a snap decision, what would it be? First thing on your mind? Probably education. Education? Yeah. I'm so my mother's daughter. So my mom has a PhD in education. Freaking. I'm I'm turning to my mom. (laughs) Um, Well, I've I've always thought that it would be really fun to be a teacher. And with having kids, the schedule would be crazy because you have a lot of grading and stuff to do. But also convenient because then you, I would have summers off to spend with my kids who would also have summers off. Mm-hmm. So that would be nice. Um, but yeah, I could see myself going back to school and getting, getting a degree in teaching and doing that. Or becoming like a school counselor. I feel like that would be really hard in some ways, but also super fulfilling. That would be actually really awesome. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Cool. I, what would I do? You would go back to school and get your degree in philosophy. Dang. Not your degree. You already have a degree in philosophy, darling. (laughs) You have two degrees. He has two degrees. They're two bachelor's degrees. And a boot camp. And a boot camp. Yeah, he would get his master's or PhD in philosophy, 100%. Yeah, I love philosophy. I love how deep it can be. And I love thinking about the world and the structures behind it and how our mind 
uh, alters the world, and oh, it's awesome. It's so cool. If you read his blog posts, just read them assuming he's a philosophy major because he is. <laughs> well, or was when he was. It's in just school. the logic. I, yeah, the logic is really what altered my mind and turned me into a weird blog post writer. Because <laughs> I try to be very logical with everything. Yeah. Cool. I mean, so, I like I like it. It makes you think differently. Yeah, I mean, that's it's true. It's put me in a position to try and think differently to keep up with you, so I'm cool with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's our list. I feel like we're actually doing pretty well. Yeah. <clears throat> Since from the time that we wrote this, actually from the time, so a year ago, we when we moved here. To Utah. To Utah. 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 Yeah, it's really annoying. Utah. It's an, an annoying state. Not, Only not because of that. Not because of the, yeah, that's dumb. I'm sure not everybody thinks it's annoying. No. Just we do. Because we. we just are crabby people who are so annoyed by everything. Yes. Yep. That's us. That's us. We are in a much mm-hmm. better spot now from when we were last year. Yep. And then we wrote this a couple of months ago, and I feel like we are even closer to it, even though it was just a couple of months ago. Our... I got a new job, and so I'll be working from home now, Woo-hoo! which is awesome, and I'm excited for the work that I'm going to be doing. It's going to be so sweet. going to be helping startups get their uh, techn- technological platform set. I don't know if that's the right way to say that. Either way, I'll be Sounds helping good. Star Wars get it. Star Wars. <laughs> Either way. I wish you were helping Star Wars. That'd be awesome. That'd be sweet. Anyway, I'll be helping startups. <laughs> <laughs> get get off the ground. So that's super, that I love that. I want to I want to start a startup someday. Um, but anyways, help us. <laughs> I'll be home so I'll have more time to spend with Emily and Joyce and have more time to work on our blog and all of that stuff and pursue some of your own like projects and interests and stuff. Yeah, so we'll be able to do more together and spend more time together rather than me sitting in an office having nothing to do staring at my computer. Uh, so this is great. So we're on the right track, I feel like. And I can't wait to see where we'll be in one year or five years or ten years. Like, I can't even fathom where, what that'll be like yeah. uh, if we're on the same path. Um, we're going to crush it. We're going to crush it. We're going to be crushing it. <laughs> Either way, thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out our blog at jetandthemisses.com. And if you have goals, write them down. Visit them often. You know, yeah. it's been really good for us to go through these and talk about them and just see where we are and see how we're doing. And I think I'm all about, I hate setting goals, but in this case, I'm all about it. So do it. And then make a goal to go check out our blog at yeah. com. <laughs> and you can check out our Instagram too, because we have one of those. Yes, we do. Jet and the Misses, in case you didn't guess, and a Twitter and a Facebook page. So it's all Jet and the Misses because that's who we are. That's our name. That's our name. Just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, check those out. And yes, for sure, do goals. Set them, write them down, put them on your fridge so you can see them every day. Write them and dry erase on your mirror, whatever. If you, and if you have some really super sweet goals that you want to share with us, do it. Yeah, share them with us. Twitter. It's, it's all the rage. Yeah. Or email us. Or just contact us through our website. Yeah. Because you can do that, too. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Uh, Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.